Thank you for rocking with the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. It's your boy, Good Life underscore Russ. Thank you for tuning in every week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button for us. You can find us on Facebook at Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. And you can find us on Instagram at Good Kickback. Yo, 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 what's up? You're rocking with the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. It's your boy, Good Life underscore Russ. And I go by that on all social media handles. We got my boy Chris in the building. What up, Chris? What up, with Shit, I can't call it, man. How you been? I, I don't even remember the last time I seen you. I know you didn't have a kid. You got married. How's that? It's 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 great. It's great. I, it's been a minute though. I, I can't say the last time we, we, we seen each other though, for real. Too long. It was some hoop or money related or yeah. something. I kind of I've always fucked with that about you because we on the I feel like we on the same time. You know what right, I mean? Like right. we always looking for betterment. You know what I mean? Yeah, something something to move forward. When, when do you can you recall like when that started? Like when you started to just become motivated to for more? Have you always been like that yeah. or? It, I think I realized it when probably was my freshman year. It was all due to my my dad for real for real. High school. Yeah. Being at home, mm-hmm. my, my dad, I've never seen him take a day off, for real. Like, okay. he get up 5.30 in the morning every day, and he never called off. And I just, like, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. He always went to work, always came home, and he never had an attitude. And it was just like, man, like, you got to take that for granted, like, for real. Like, mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. kept going and going and hustled. That hustle mentality just stayed with me, for real. Okay. So it was passed down to you type shit. I I feel like that is a good motivator, like physically seeing somebody do something. I don't know if it's like our competitive nature that wants us to top that or if it's just like the the natural pecking order. You know what I mean? Because me as a father, like, I feel like my kids should be like a better version of me. Like, I'm going to give them all my game and they're going to go through their experience. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like, yeah, if you're pushing someone in the right direction, they they should be better than you. Right. You know what I mean in a sense. So, so how so how do you? I know this is hypothetical because like you know our kids are still coming up and shit. So how are you gonna feel passing that torch? You know what I mean. We was talking. Me and my homies was talking about this the other day. Like your son dunking on you for the first time. Right, right. right That's some right. personal shit. You know what I mean. Like so so just hypothetically, how how do you feel like that's gonna feel passing? Because we competitive. I don't like to lose. I know you don't like to lose, but you gotta lose for the lesson. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to take it as, it, when I pass it down, I mean, I'm passing it down to my daughter. So, mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it might take a better approach because, I mean, woman, woman ain't really looked as, you know, the, the dogs, the go-getters. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they do. They go get it, but, like, not like. They're not trying to be that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. They definitely are dogs. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah, they're not. They don't get the credit for that. Yeah, exactly. It's a competition. It, it matters to men. You right, know what I mean? Exactly. I get so, that. Yeah. I feel like my daughter will be, it's a different approach. So I feel like okay. when I hand it down, it, it's, she going to bite down. It's, 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 <laughs> it's go time. Like, she going to have to handle her own. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I feel like that's going to put her ahead of the curve. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Just in life. Yeah, um, I don't know if if my girls want to hoop, I'm definitely gonna push them towards hoop. Right, I'm right. a, I, I'm I'm not a I'm a competitive dad, mm-hmm. but I'm not a crack like I'm not trying to live vicariously through them. Yeah, through you them, know what right? I mean? Yeah, I ain't either. I ain't either. Okay. I'm a pick her sport. I don't care for those parents. Nah. 
I feel like let them they, they do their thing. The, they kill a sport. Like, at yeah. the end of the day. I agree. I agree. You're trying to get fame, and it's like, this about right. your kid. <laughs> you had your chance. You had your chance. And you was trash. We right. seen you. We Talk knew. We told you. You feel me? Everybody knew. But your kid, you they got hope. They got hope. I love little league sports. I, I feel like I, I feel like it's bigger than ever, and I love that these kids get the recognition. But I hate the exploitation of I hate the exploitation of anything with kids, whether it's pageants, sports, fucking spelling bees. I don't like none of this shit. <laughs> this is shit. Like we making them, we forcing them to compete about. We ain't gonna give a fuck about them five, ten years. You know what I mean? And we got them working hard for this shit. Ain't nobody gonna give a fuck. Y'all got y'all's kids bench pressing shit at five. We ain't gonna care about this when they fit when they ten. Like, okay, (laughs) awesome. Yeah, good work. But I do, but I do definitely um, instill like nutrition in my kids. You know what I mean? I definitely preach like cardio. We definitely do stretching, like stuff that I just feel like needs to become like routine and habit for more people. You know what I mean? Because as a kid, that wasn't priority. Like. Go outside and play and have fun, oh, yeah. priority, but not really like take care Taking of your body. Seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, I know you're into health. I know you're into mental health. Um, how do you feel like those tie into each other? Like when it oh, comes man. to when you talk to people about their mind and their body. Uh, I feel like the body definitely should come first before the mind. Okay. I mean, mentally, you should be prepared to work on your body, but. The, the body kind of controls the mind. So, okay. I, I will put it like if when you're in the mirror and if you're looking at your body, uh-huh. you mentally uh-huh. come second. Because now you, yeah, yourself. you're processing what you're saying. Right. Yeah. So, if you're working on yourself and then you look in the mirror and it's like, okay, now nah, I need to, I, I want to get better. I want to get more. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it, like you said, at a young age, just with nutrition and everything. Uh-huh. Like, we wasn't taught that. It was at terrible. All, <laughs> we so we ate store, out the yeah, corner store. Yeah, chips, candy. Yeah, I, every uh, day I was going crazy. Yeah, so I was like, shocked. Now it's different, man. Like yeah, it's way different. It's way different. My kids are way more um, like healthy in tune than I was. Right. Health in tune than I was when it comes to food. My, you know what my I mean? Daughter just turned nine months. Okay. And, like. I'm all, I'm already on it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm like still reading the backs like nah, we just need it. Like, <laughs> Put that shit back. Yeah, it, it's but I definitely but I definitely agree with you, um, in a sense, especially when we talking about nutrition, um, the body comes before the mind, because in a sense, especially a lot of people who have either been personal trainers or have went through the process, you kinda I, I'll say the ju- the word judge loosely, you know what I mean? Because right, right. I definitely judge motherfuckers, but I judge people fairly. Like, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't judge a fish on his ability to fly. Like, I judge yeah, you yeah. based on what you, your perspective of what you feel right. like you're doing. You're so right. I feel like our first way of judging people is your physique, especially people who are health conscious. I don't feel like that's a bad thing. I feel like that's just an indicator of um, something my coach told me when I was younger. Like, you play the game the way you live your life. So if you slacking in your life, I'm going to think you slacking in this like gym. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you don't give a fuck about, like, your health, which people had a choice. I don't give a fuck how yeah, people live their life. Right, right. But truth is truth. You get what I'm saying? I can don't physically see truth, whether yeah. you take care of your body or not. Right. So that's kind of going to give me an implication of just how you do other things. And I feel like sometimes when people are self-conscious about yeah. their body, they try to excel in everything else. Yeah. But... 
help but self, which is the most important fucking thing. So you're going to get burnt out. You get what I'm saying? So I do get what you're saying with that because definitely as I'm working out, like I'm on nutrition now and like my health is a journey now. So I don't. I don't do like I try new health things, not to lose weight or to diet, just to try, just to try to fit it into my diet every day. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, seeing if it works for me, type shit. So when I'm in the mirror, like when I'm really on my shit, when I'm doing my yoga, which is every day now, when I'm eating right, which is every day now, nigga, and I and you see it, yeah, that motherfucking matters. That matters. I like I can see my work physically, and and I feel like it has the reverse effect when you can't see that work. You get what I'm saying? Even mentally, if you like, yeah, I work hard. I, I'm a butt. When you look in that mirror, motherfucker, don't lie. I literally was having this conversation with my little nigga the other day. This was like, this is like that Dracula theory. Like when people are like, you know, they can't see themselves in mirrors. They can. They just see their true version of themselves. They true age. That's why they avoid mirrors. Because they don't want, because the mirrors reveal the truth. You, you can't lie to that motherfucker because it's showing you what you either did or what you didn't do. Exactly. So if this is something you don't care about, which I hate that whole push, like when people don't care about their weight, y'all motherfuckers care. If your weight can make you insecure or self-conscious, you give a fuck. If you can look in the mirror and be like, uh, you give a fuck, my nigga. And teach you patience, too. Oh, man. Hell of patience. <laughs> That's one of my biggest. You work your ass off Whew. for three months, and you see a little result. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, I mean, it's coming, but you got to be patient. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the main thing. Some people they in, they lifting, lifting. At the end of the week, they're like, "Damn, what you expecting a week?" You, you want that I mean? six pack like, right now? Yeah, I want like, that six pack for Saturday. That's why I did yeah, this. Exactly. That'd be they real. That'd be the real thing. Like that. When Saturday passed, fuck this gym yeah, membership. A lot of people be giving up, bro, because they once they realize how oh, hard yeah. that shit really yeah. is. Man, I, man, that's see, that's days, some psychological man. shit. That's some psychological shit. That's what I be thinking too. I don't, I don't put shit past motherfuckers. I don't think motherfuckers can't do shit. I think they exactly know how to do shit. They know how hard the fuck it is, and then they don't want to do it no more. <laughs> they know a nigga who do this every day. They're like, oh no, that's a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Like, fear is always there, but it's two type of people. It's a person that yeah. decides to deal. It's with gonna that fold fear. you, or you gonna rise up. That's gonna walk away from exactly. Mm-hmm. It's all about. So how do you? So what do you? So what helps you? What's your mo? When when something's fearful, when them butterflies in your stomach, what calms you down you know personally? I I don't get them at all ever. Nope. You was ready for everything. Now I now I am. Okay. When you was younger, how was that? Do you I remember? Mean, I just I. I just coped with it. I always just coped with it. Okay. Like, it just, it just marinated for real. And I mean, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you can't be scared because it's just, it's going to be over with. Mm-hmm. You go through it, you go through your emotion and it's going to be over with at the end of the day. So like, there's no reason to be nervous. Like you're going to get through it. I mm-hmm. mean, you learn from your mistakes too. So you're going to fuck up. If you fucked up, that's okay. For sure. You seem logical. Like you definitely coming from a logic standpoint with that. So I definitely feel that that's kind of how I view it too. You know what I mean? Like, and I think sometimes too, is like people, we were romanticized, like shit being fucked up and right. like shit, the worst can happen. Worst, it all, I mean, always. I mean, yeah. If you, think, if you think like that, then it's going to happen. You kind of bringing it on pie yourself type happen, shit. Man. You know what I mean? You always got to be prepared. Yeah, so. I agree. And that, and, and that, and, 
I've been learning a lot about that, and I seen you was reading uh, Four Day Laws of Power. So how is that? Like, have you started it? Yeah, I've started it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not as into it as I'm going to be. I have some other books I'm reading yeah. now. You know what I mean? So just for shit, people that don't know about it, like, what's what's your experience with it? Man, it's going to change your life. <laughs> You're going to approach every situation differently, mentally. Man, like, it almost could conquer anything that you go through. Mm-hmm. But it could be negative if you overuse it. Okay. In a way, it could be negative in a way if you overuse it for sure. I mean, you gotta balance it. Everything has to be balanced. But that for sure, that book right there, man, can change your life. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have to read it because I've been wanting to do like a book club type shit. You like you fuck with books, heavy? Yeah, for sure. Okay, because I want to do a book club and um just start bringing these books to life. Because I would say the book that the Kind of, I went. It's kind of modern. It's kind of old now. The book that really, really changed my thinking the most ever was uh, "Rich Dad Poor Dad." Oh, yeah. I remember we was talking yeah. about that shit too when I finished reading it. That my, book my really mind fucked me. Shelf, man. <laughs> I was always like, man, what? They always talked about it. Yeah. Day. I mean, they. That they book's powerful. Real, man, that they, book's powerful. They used to listen to tapes, just motivational tapes all day. I mean, they didn't really listen to music. They listened to motivational tapes when we in the car when I'm a little kid. So mm-hmm. like. That's all I was saying. I was already getting instilled in. I already had the books on the shelf, so me and my brother, we just picked them up, and we read them, you know what I mean? So, like, it was already set in stone. So, how was your upbringing overall, like, with your with your family? Like, give us some examples. Like, what was... I love to hear that. That's yeah, awesome, bro. That's awesome. I, I say I had the silver spoon, I ain't gonna lie. Okay. I mean, we grew up in... Slash suburb, slash hood. Okay. But, I mean, I mean, you black, I'm, so everywhere the hood, <laughs> everywhere a nigga threatened by you. Man, <laughs> like, like I mean, my mom, my dad, they both worked. Mm-hmm. I mean, I came home with a roof over my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, they love me. They love my brother. They show love. They never argue. I've never seen them argue. I put that for sure first. That is I've awesome. Never seen them argue, and my dad never called her out of her name. So. Like, mm-hmm. It was respect. Yeah. Respect was always there. So, I saw the true meaning of marriage for real. So, like, that took a, that took another approach when I got married. So, like, it, it's just everything it's was already, set in stone. That man. is fucking beautiful, but man. I started in public school and up to sixth grade, and my mom wasn't having it. I mean, it was a terrible public school. Mm-hmm. So, she sent me to a private school, and I, I think that excelled me more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I lost all the friends. Yeah, that, the social was, part. Yeah, for sure, because it was way out the way. I mean, I went to school with all white kids, so mm-hmm. that also taught me to 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 want things, mm-hmm. and I see things that I don't have. But it also was like you don't really need it because they wasn't really happy. Exactly, that was a culture shock for yeah. me when I really heavily got around white people. It mind fucked me, cause yeah. cause. I was always just, I've always been a hustler since right. I was a fucking baby. Like, nigga, I was selling Pokemon cards. I was putting fucking ringtones on Netflix, on fucking Nextails, nigga. I had niggas bumping Gucci and Jeezy in the hallways. I always was going to sell something. So, so kind of like, you know what I mean? In theory, I was kind of ahead of even, like, what I was in. So when I got in that, like, I I was at the bottom of the barrel, especially talking financially. You get what I'm saying? These niggas had 10K in their accounts. Legally, legal 10K in their accounts. (laughs) Like, niggas knew it was supposed to be in their account type shit. 
So it was a whole nother, it humbled me, you know what I mean? Like, where you kind of stand out in one crowd, you feel inferior in another. It had to, it, it kind of, it kind of lit a fire in me for real because it made me feel uncomfortable and it made me feel like, shit, I, I should be uncomfortable in any fucking room I walk in. I don't give a fuck who in this bitch. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? So it kind of, it made me challenge myself type shit. Like, okay, I ain't going hard enough because I feel uncomfortable around these weirdos. Like, and they was nothing to me. It wasn't that I thought they was better than me, but a part of me, like mentally, I knew they, they had more opportunities than I had. Exactly. But I wasn't going to let that, you know, be the end of the story. And I feel like a lot of people adopt that mentality. Things get hard and they like, damn, things are always going to be hard. Like, nah, shit's is hard right now. That's for you to get better. Yeah, and then you're going to coast a little bit. And then you get upset and then things get hard again. And then you just keep it keep going type shit. Absolutely. So something, so we just relate so much shit. But something we also relate into, um, we was talking about earlier, but CBT. So like how... Like, so explain what that is first for people who don't know what CBT is. Cognitive behavioral therapy, man. It's all mental. Uh, just taking every situation and, and seeing it from all angles. Mm-hmm. And not just positive and negative, but also that gray area mm-hmm. to, to level everything out. Because there's a right, there's a wrong, and there's also the middle. And mm-hmm. you've you got to be able to balance it all out. You got to hear every side of every story. You mm-hmm. got to hear every behavior. You got to understand it. And like like you said, you get through it. Mm-hmm. Get through it. <laughs> Just got to keep fucking pushing. Yeah. So CBT is something. Um, so you're, he's, you're certified to teach people CBT and take on clients. Um, that and amongst some other classes, what I'm still taking to become certified. So me and him both do psychology. And basically, essentially, we're trying to, like, make CBT, like, you know what I mean, a leading science that we do in psychology. And a big reason that it's not heavily pushed, in my opinion, is because we don't promote medication at all. Like, a lot of it is self-esteem based. It's it's kind of like what you would go to, like, a, a life coach for. You know what I mean? But we're actually explaining to you, like, why you why this is a trigger to you, why this is traumatic, why this is hindering you in life. You know what I mean? A solution mm-hmm. is more of a realization. Yeah, yeah, and and honestly, if I would put it in layman's terms, because I don't, I mean, this is another reason why I feel like our approach is going to work because we're going to come from a modern sense, speaking a language a lot of people right. speak, and so I won't throw a lot of scientific terms, but but in a sense, a lot of what we're pushing is is teaching you to hold yourself accountable. It's showing you how. Your life is the way it is because of, you. because of you. And how you can take control and turn it around like you. Like, you can do that. Yeah, it's going to take some people to help. And it's going to take some coaches to show you the processes. But honest to God, it can start today. Like, you hearing this message today and you like, man, I'm going to start something Monday. Do it. Do it today. Do it right now. That's what we going to be preaching. That's what we going to be pushing. But... It's yeah, it's gonna be exciting, bro. Hey, I was excited when when because you put me on to it that the class, like he got me hip to it. So when I got into it, I was already excited because I when I when I go through the classes, shit, I already be thinking. You feel me? So now I'm back to like writing theory. This shit I ain't did in co- since college, nigga. That's like twelve years ago. So now I'm back to writing theory. It's really got me in my bag and like. I don't know. I watched that uh, Judas and the Black Messiah movie. No, I ain't get to watch it yet. Watch that fucking movie. Yeah. Top five movies. Yeah. 
But I'm, I mean, I'm. It's in my heart, my nigga. I, I, I see homeless people. I'm, I'm writing events out. You feel me? I'm planning. Like it's, I'm there. Like yeah, yeah. It's some, it's some revolutionary shit. It's gonna get you like, we gonna want to give back and realize like how much more we can be helping yeah, people help every day and how much we help ourselves. You yeah, feel me? Yeah, yeah. You gotta strengthen up your people, and and I tell all my people this, especially in good life, like. We do a lot of events. We sell clothes. We do a lot of things where I'm asking people for money, and I wouldn't even feel right taking money, and I don't yeah, give back to the city. You get what I'm saying? My neighbor's the city I live in. Like, I wouldn't feel right asking people to buy a shirt from me, and I ain't gave back to a motherfucker. Right, right. So we do community gardens. We pick up trash. We do soup kitchens. Anything that anybody want to help with, we going to do. We're going to have a lot more going on with the mental health. How do, so how do you feel about group therapy? Group therapy, I mean... Do you think it's effective? Do you think it works? How do you feel about for, it? For those that are not comfortable with sharing individ- like by themselves, mm-hmm. they're, they're com- a lot, some people are more comfortable with a group. Yeah. Uh, doing, like, I mean, like back in school, you was more comfortable doing a project in a group than by yourself. So I feel like, yeah, some, some group therapy is helpful for some, but mm-hmm. one-on-one... I feel like you get more personal. Okay. And you get more out of it instead of a group. But some people enjoy group therapy. Yeah. I'm I'm I, I think we should try it more and adopt it more. Yeah. But I think one we should touch on that I want to see where you want is couples therapy. How you oh, feel wow. about that? have you done couples therapy? I, Do I you agree with it? with it? But now my uncle said he was uh he said something that, that stuck with me. Uh-huh. And he said when you got that ring that you put on, is you too. If you let anybody else in that ring, it, it gets difficult. So mm. I, that, that just stuck with me. Like I, I think like you can work it out between between you, yourself and your significant other, but you, you gotta work it out, man. Like, you work. Yeah, I, I it's hard if work. Somebody else involved is just like it creates more a mess. Game still. Yeah. And yeah. telling somebody else about what somebody else did and not yourself. Because three people's odd. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Somebody, It's like, it's always going to feel like two against one. I don't really agree with it. I fucking, I, I yeah. agree with you. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I, I understood at a point in time why it was required for people to get married. You yeah. feel me? Like, right. you had to yeah, do this for them to even give you the marriage license. And I understood why they stopped doing that, yeah. too. Because right. motherfuckers are coming here and pl- put on a show. Like, like niggas already gonna lie in therapy. Yeah, okay. I've had clients like you doing that shit. Niggas, wall. I know they gonna lie. Sometimes wall. I plant questions just to see what you. It's kind of like a lie detector because yeah. I know you gonna come in this bitch and lie to me about yeah. something. something. And everybody got a tail. I don't care if y'all think y'all got tails or not. Y'all all got tails, and I watch you. I ask you simple shit. I know you ain't gonna lie about. Then when I say some shit, you get to turning sideways and twitching. Yeah. And fiddling with the That's pillow. Yeah. <laughs> Checking your phone, you're lying. <laughs> you thinking about what you gotta say, you lying. We already know you already fucking lying. So with me, I agree with you. I, I'm but I'm like, I guess I don't know. My exes call me like drill sergeant. Like I don't know. So I don't know my perspective in relationships, right. but you know what I mean? Like I, I feel like if we can't get through these tests, me and you together, this wasn't for us. This wasn't, this ain't our thing. 
Cause like we should be able to deal with all this shit. You feel me? Together, hey, we in this together, me and you. That's what we said at the altar. Like this, this us. And I seen online sometimes. Some people feel like your family should be in your marriage. Some people feel like it shouldn't. How do you feel? How do you feel? No family at all in the marriage. I agree. I agree. You can't hop in the We got to be a team. It got to be me and you. It can't hop in the ring, man. I mean, just think about, like, when you hop in, when you in the ring, it's two people and a ref. Mm-hmm. Y'all boxing it out, and here you come breaking it up. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nah, man, y'all got to duke it out. Like, sometimes. Gotta know somebody got to fall, or y'all going to just make mins. Like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And putting that one person inside of that ring is just going to, I think, it just mess everything up. Like, I agree. Should be involved. Keep I, it out. I feel that, and and I feel like y'all two dealing with y'all shit will help y'all's communication yeah. and y'all's bond and y'all's love right. grow. Exactly. Y'all fighting these battles together, back to back, side by side. You know what I mean? Right. So, so that that's what's up. So you've been single, you've been in a relationship, you've been married. Like, how how's marriage for people who ain't married? So, like I said, I I was brought up with both of my parents showing ultimate respect for each other. So mm-hmm. my ultimate goal is to match that and to be better. So I'm, it's, it's going great for me because, I mean, I'm thinking and I, I know what I'm trying to get out of it. And there, there's no point of arguing. Like, ain't no arguments. I mean, everything is, is kosher. It's, it's, it's peachy at the crib, man. It's peachy at the crib. <laughs> I love to hear that. <laughs> I can feel it on you, bro. I can see you. Like I said, I know you for a long time, and I was even scrolling your timeline. I'm just like, everything you saying, you feel me, is like, it's about growth. It's about progression. It's about positivity. And I feel like that's that's the way of the world. That's the way the world's going. Right. If, I mean, it, if you wake up, and you go, ah, oh, man, I got to go to work. You already have a bad yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. You wake up, and you like, I don't feel like doing this. I don't, I, it's always, if you're always waking up like that, you you having a bad day. So I always say just positive. I mean, no matter what job you got, just be blessed. Just be happy. Like, it is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. get through it. <laughs> you going to come mm-hmm. back home. You're going to do what you do. Like, people that be at work complaining, it's like, bro, you just about to go back home, sip your drink, smoke your weed. Like, <laughs> go on vacation, forget yeah, this happened, yeah. and then go it's through gonna, it all yeah, again. Like, it is what it is, man. Like, you, I mean, it, just get out the loop of just always being negative. Like, yeah, just, just be happy. I agree, because there's no one way. And that's that's always been my big aim is to bunk all these theories even as i became an entrepreneur i wasn't i had to explain to motherfuckers with jobs like nigga i'm not against you i'm not telling people to not have have a job if a motherfucker own a company he need people to work in the company i'm not against jobs i'm against motherfuckers complaining about the fucking job that you've been at for 17 years but you complain for 16 of only one year was good like that's what I'm against. You get what I'm saying? That's that's what I project into the world. It's the thing that you feel like you want. Okay, go get it. And if you're not, why ain't you going to get it? Yeah, they making it bad. Yeah, yeah. And then some people just want to be miserable, which is cool, too. Some people don't want to work. Yeah. Oh, niggas lazy. But a lot of motherfuckers <laughs> lazy. That's their problem, bro. They don't want to work. They Man, don't want to, don't want to work. I had to get out my lazy shit. 
I just I got to that first peak where I was realizing I was just really good at what the fuck I did. Right. And that's when you take your first coach. You like, all right, I'm so yeah. far ahead of niggas, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> I can take it that you like the fucking the hair in the race, you feel yeah, me? You like literally. <laughs> and now I'm like the tortoise in the race. Right. Like I get it. And I'm moving my, my pace that I move at and it helps me see everything and appreciate that's everything. Doing that at your own pace. Yeah. That's important. Instagram, bro. Oh man. Fuck off of Instagram. A lot of people are depressed because they are they think they got rich people problems, Bro. but you don't got rich people oh. money or po- you don't have nothing <laughs> they have. <laughs> yeah, people be depressed over their yeah. lives because they scroll it too much. That's what they do. Such and such bought his girl a car. Why don't y'all? Why ain't y'all buying y'all's girl a car? I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, 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 Drake? Yeah, Drake bought his... Yeah. I, wait, yeah. <laughs> I ain't treat my girl like Drake treat his. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this ain't never been that. Man, dude, it's sad for real. Like, that's that, that's that mental stage, man. Where mm-hmm. it's just like, that's what we trying to work on with niggas. We that. trying to work on that mental. Yeah. It's fucked up. And I, and I think now it's breeding a new, like a mutant type of nigga. Like, niggas who know they toxic, they right. know how they fuck up, and they, they flaunt that shit. They... Damn! <laughs> <laughs> niggas are trying to fuck it up for you, boy. I'm just like, damn. It just used to be a thing that it was like, you know, the, in your messages, she's just like, you a toxic nigga. Now a nigga's Mr. Toxic on Instagram. I'm like, what? I'm like, we niggas can't have nothing. Now I gotta be a good guy, because now it's cool to be toxic. Now it's trendy. Yeah. Now I gotta be a gentleman. Fuck. <laughs> but now I think a lot of this has just been growing, and and that's and I think those are the people that I've gotten the closest to. I can see their growth. You know what I mean? Not even just like in their life. That's what people focus on most. I hate it. I I notice your growth through your speech, through your conversation, how you use words, how you address people, how you address yourself. You know what I'm saying? And that's honestly what we be looking like. Therapy is not a ploy. I've dated too many people like, don't use mind control. That's not what the fuck I'm doing here. I'm not trying to control minds. I'm trying to help your fucking mind. So how do you deal with that? How do you you deal with it? Because the shit's against us. You know what I mean? Nigga, I feel like not the world, but I feel like a large number of the world wants black men to fail. So knowing oh, you got yeah. that on your back, like how do you? What helps you get through that every day? Fuck them. <laughs> you just don't care. Motto, man. Like, yeah, that, they opinion don't matter. Mm-hmm. Cause at the end of the day, they not there at your grave. Mm-hmm. Like, they, what, what do they got to say that's gonna hunt me down? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't care. Like, you can have it. Mm-hmm. Whatever you got, to, your opinion, all that, man, that shit don't matter. Like, for what? <laughs> You've addressed that shit. I don't know shit. you. Like, I, for what? Right. So, you that's how I'm that. taking every day. Like, it's just, it, whatever you got to say, you can say whatever, whatever. And I, <laughs> I don't hear it. He done dismissed the yeah, shit. I already dismissed it. I love that, bro. But I, but as as a man, it, again, it, it helps you be my ally more because I can see how secure you are. Mm-hmm. You feel what I mean? How does how do you from not you know just just from how you like preserve your wife's perspective? How do you think that's important for her? Like dealing with a man who's secure because she would say you're a man. If she was describing you to somebody, she'd be like, "My husband's a man." You know what I mean? How do you think that edge helps her? Because I don't think. A lot of a lot of men, we are starting to realize where to catch. That's not a knock at women. Oh, I, I think we're just a lot more than what the world thought we were. Yeah. 
and they starting to see how beastie we are for real. So women starting to catch wind too. Like the right. black man is beastie. You get what I'm saying? So I, I think some men slack in that, like understanding that, all right, we on top now. I don't got to do as much. But yo, being an on point man helps the woman be a better woman. It's, they have to get, we got to get out of the, the mental stage of all about money mm-hmm. and, the, and the material things and trying to, trying to match somebody else. Like it's, it's not about that. So like you being a man ain't pulling up in the latest whip and having the latest clothes and this and that. It's, it's about how you handle situations and are you, are you going to work? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's about handling your business. Like, mm-hmm. And not worrying about what everybody else is thinking and got. Like, it's just about you and your significant other. If you have one or if you want one, it's just about going out and providing for yourself and not about trying to be what everybody else wants you to be. Mm-hmm. I feel that, bro. I, I think we've adopted that mentality, something that I push in, like, my younger bulls, my mentees, that just, like, what you did to get that person, you right. gotta keep doing. You gotta keep doing it. And I feel like motherfuckers that get you and then they yeah, stop. Right. You know what I mean? They get complacent. Yeah. They already got it. So feel like they good. won. Yeah, I'm good. Like, nah, <laughs> that shit gonna die right off. And then you're gonna be back in the same situation that you was in. So you gotta keep it steady. Keep going, keep pushing. So how how does your wife impact your life? Like how does she benefit you? Just, just being there from the from the gutter, man. Like, just being there when you was all the way down to staying the same when you all the way up. Like, not changing, not bugging out and asking for, for more and this and that. It was like, she stayed the same always and was always there. And like I said, we don't fight, man. It was just like, we we see eye to eye. And, like, you, you got to love that for sure. Like, I mean, a lot of women is... Sometimes they, they'll get up under your skin. But like, like I said, we just see eye to eye. We understand each other. We we talk things out. And it's not it's not a fight. It's it's one one and one coming together. Mm-hmm. So I like that, bro. That's real. And I don't feel like a lot of that is pushed in our culture and in hip hop, you know what I mean? No, but that's something that we gotta understand too. Like but that's why we're pushing the message pushed, to be but yourself. They are doing it. They it's are doing it. It's not marketable. The yeah. They all got that. <laughs> they all got No it. man in power don't have somebody at home. <laughs> no all, person in power don't have somebody, somebody at home. At home man. Yeah. Like, and then they just, they putting out what, what the man wants you to put out. Mm-hmm. But and it ain't the truth. That's what you got to wake up and see. Yeah. Like, making a stallion out here. <laughs> they wildin'. And City they girls. City girls is wives. They ain't city girls at oh, all. Man. They ain't happily families. I gotta wake up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, that shit up. crazy, they, bro. They, they, they doing their job. They, they got to make their money. That's the yeah. Yep. So, so that's what we got to fucking realize. But I feel like, I mean, what, what are we going to get out of the music? Because, like, I joke about this shit, but it's reality. Yeah. Like, I mean, happy relationships don't it's sell records. Mary J ain't sold a record talking about love. <laughs> Talk about stabbing a nigga. <laughs> that was the golden It's a rap, man. But it's still like that to this day. I was I, I fuck with Bryson Tiller heavy, but I'm like, he makes breakup music. Like he don't make love songs. 
he talk about like I I thought we was something that we wasn't, and yeah. you got me fucked up. Music. <laughs> music dead, man. To me, I don't listen to shit no. I don't. I like underground. I don't listen to mainstream stuff. I like underground music, but I'm an R and B soul head, so I listen to a lot of old shit. You know what I mean? And I listen to soulful shit. I listen to some rap when I need to get teed up. So my brother just came back from the UK. He's an engineer, man, for, uh, I think, Atlantic Records. Okay. Um, he was just out there doing some work. And he said, American music is completely different from UK because UK is about getting out the mud and providing while the American music is just about sex and guns and like it's completely different I, it's just going the wrong way like you just gotta wake up and realize that man change something for real I, like, the lyrical rap that's why nobody dropped nothing because I understand what you're you saying but I literally was having this argument like two days ago and we kind of being we we not understanding the time so alright let me paint this picture so hip hop was started in the 80s so hip hop like when hip-hop was started, we got to think about the 80s and the 90s. What was actually going on at the time oh, yeah. that was f- fueling the music. Oh, yeah. So they went so hard, the Nas's, the Jay-Z's, yeah. the Ludacris's, the, they went, the Ice Cube's, the Snoop's. They went so hard, so their kids didn't have to grow up in that reality. And right. they didn't, you feel me? Nah. So now they make music to represent. Right, right, yeah. So it's like, I, I under, yes, the music's trash. I'm not arguing that. I understand it. But they don't have the same struggle. They don't got that gritty rap because they not growing up in gritty times. Look at what Brooklyn look like now. You get what I'm saying? They're not growing up in gritty times. Brooklyn's a suburb. That shit look nice as fuck. So, so we kind of like you get what I, I, it's it's kind of like this. Is what we wanted, is it not? <laughs> so now these kids got life. They too spoiled. So now we getting that drug rap again. So now we gonna have. Junkie kids again. You see how it's happening? History always fucking repeats itself, bro. Another ten years, and then we get that lyrical back. Our grandkids is going going to be having drive-bys and space cars. It's going to be the Fifth Element. (laughs) They're going to be Chris Tucker, and it's going to be crazy (laughs) in the future with laser guns. That movie, fire. it's predicting the future. We're going to be old heads like, fuck. <laughs> the Fifth Element. The Fifth Element. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's but now, but it's just in the future. Like 20, 2035. You think we're going to be there? Do you think so? I'm talking about you, an educated, enlightened young young man. Do you yes. think so? You think so? I don't think so. In 10 years, I... I think they'll. Ex- I think they already exist. They already I don't exist. think they'll be on the market. They gotta be affordable too. Look at how poor the fuck everybody is. How we gonna afford fly? Niggas can't afford nice cars now. <laughs> how the fuck they? Niggas is still driving old schools, not on purpose, nigga. They have to. All these, all these guys can't drive now. How they gonna fly? So yeah. That's my, that's my oh, problem. we all fucked up. <laughs> that's my, that's Flying my cars, burning yeah, cars, falling out the sky. I don't know how you gonna, gonna traffic control that. That first year gonna be 2020, yeah. and then we gonna be like, nah, fuck <laughs> this. The gonna love Put the cars back on the ground. Make money. Make money. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah, that's another way for them to 
The hood gonna have stolen flying cars. Stolen You see one driving wild. I'm like, a nigga, stuck. nigga ain't supposed to be in that. That ain't it. What's the stereotype gonna be on flying cars? Damn. It's the Somalians now on the wheel, on the ground. Niggas be, I be like, damn. I be wanting to be offended, but uh, I, my two accidents was them. I love y'all. Y'all niggas can't drive it up. Just because they get y'all card on me. Just because you can do something on me, you should do that shit. Love y'all to death. Love your food. But y'all can't drive for shit. Somalians. And I love them. I love Northern Lights, but y'all can't drive. Y'all be hitting my people. And I be wanting to, I be wanting to argue people down. Like, no, nah, don't talk about them. Then a nigga text me, like, I got an accident, somebody. And I don't even want to know who it is because I know who the fuck it is. Yeah, they try to get over my niggas too. But some of it is y'all. I was living out east, bro. Uh-huh. At the time, I was living out north. So I called my insurance to try to get everything switched over out north right. so I can get, you know, all my mail and shit and yeah. all that. It'd be official, right? So I called. I'm like, yeah, I'm at this address now. She's like, oh, yeah, well, your insurance is going to go up because that's a high, it's considered a high-risk risk, yeah. area. Ooh, you feel what I'm saying? It's a black area, ladies and, and gentlemen. That's the but it's mass lions and shit out yeah. there. You feel what I'm saying? North. Yeah, and, two, it hurts. Because I want to argue down spades. I want to argue down swimming. But then I find out y'all niggas really can't do that shit. So I'm like, God damn. I want to be like racism, stereotypes. But niggas really fucking suck at that shit. <laughs> y'all got to work on that shit. I ain't going to be defending y'all niggas no more. Especially not spades. I even see niggas posting shit like, can y'all stop judging us on spades? Fuck no. Learn the game. It's not that fucking complicated. Y'all need to learn line dances. Y'all need to learn spades. <laughs> Our grandparents ain't fucking dead. They're like, some of them still around. Nigga, we disrespecting right. them. <laughs> just for, just saying, fuck them, huh? Yeah. We done with all this. I got a record player to crib, everything. <laughs> Keep that shit alive, nigga. Right. That yeah. was music. I want a sexy salsa dance in Spain, nigga, in the rain, nigga. <laughs> that line dancing real. I'm a romantic nigga. I still want to do that shit. You see what I'm saying? See, y'all some old. Old head romantic niggas. These new young heads, they just want to drink lean and, and pop pills and fuck. <laughs> I want to wine and dine you first, still. <laughs> that shit exists. They were doing it, you know what I mean? So how you feel? So what's your romance? You 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 feel like you're a romantic individual? Oh, yeah. He said, yeah, in, "Oh in yeah." A way. In a way. So what is your what's your go to moves? Teach t talk to the young brothers. They don't know. Man, they didn't have no daddy. Talk to them. Yeah. Okay. So look, man. Uh, <laughs> it's not about the money, man. Y'all can go. It's you always pulling out the bread. It ain't about that. It, she don't really give a fuck about that. Like, it's about taking your time, not going out to dinner, but cooking a dinner. Yeah. Lighting some candles. Yeah. People, but people from, yeah. everybody different. Exactly. So you got to give everybody they fair chance. Then when they do some weird shit, they a weirdo. Right. But give them they give fair them chance <laughs> up front. And I've learned my lesson with that. Now I give people a chance. You know what I mean? So that's life a lot to me is just about learning lessons. Right. You yeah, know? Yeah, every day. Every day you got to learn a lesson. 